Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Mishnah's Brachas Parakhes Mishnah Zayna Mishnah Ches. And today's Mishnahs are being learned Lilu Nishmas Mars Miriam Sarah Basar Yaakov Moshe Hernan Shem Shadav and Aliyah and Bischos Rachel Basavar Gittel and Daniel Yezer Ben Spire Rachel they should be gebenched with Zerushal Kayama Bekarv Mamish. And now with Mishnah Zayn we go back to the Machlekes Beishan Beis Hill about how to act during or after a Suda. So Mishnah Zayn tells us Misha Achav Shachach Vloi Beirich a person ate and he forgot and he didn't bench and that happens even to the best of them. Many times you're going to sit down eat a nice square meal have a nice tuna fish sandwich, have a nice breakfast of green eggs and toast, you're going to get up and you're going to be on your way to school and all of a sudden you realize, oh my gosh, I didn't bench. Beishama says, he has to go back to that spot where he ate and he has to bench. He was on the bus on the way to work or on the way to school. He's got to get off the bus, not while it's moving, but he's got to get off the bus and go back home and bench and then he could go on his way. Beishama says, no, that's not the halacha. He should just bench wherever he remembered. So he's on the bus, he's already at work, he's already at school or cheder, he could just bench over there, he does not have to go all the way back home. Now, Basil does agree that if a person got up and he on purpose did not bench, let's say he was in a rush and he says, oh, I gotta go, I'll just bench on the bus, so Basil would say he actually has to go back home and bench over there. But now the Mishnah addresses an important question. How long does a person have to bench? Let's say he sat down for breakfast, it was 8.30 in the morning, his mother made him a delicious breakfast of green eggs and toast, and he washed, and it was really delicious, he gets up, he goes to school, and he comes back home for lunch, and he's sitting down for another delicious lunch that his mother made him. And all of a sudden he realizes, hey, I forgot to bench on breakfast. Is he allowed to bench right now? It's ready lunchtime. So the Mishnah tells us, He's only allowed to bench as long as the food hasn't digested in his stomach. Once the food was digested ready, once he's hungry, so then he's not allowed to bench anymore. Remember, the Pasuk about benching says, You're going to eat, be satisfied, and bench. So a person benches only when they're satisfied. If a person's not satisfied anymore, He's hungry again, his stomach started rumbling, so then he's not allowed to bench anymore. Now, obviously, Chazal and the Halacha gives a certain amount of time for that. How much time that actually is? Is it 60 minutes? Is it 72 minutes? Is it less than that? Is it more than that? That's not for the discussion of this Mishnah. But the general idea is, is that once the food is digested in his stomach, so then he's not allowed to bench anymore. And moving on to Mishnah Ches with the final Machlaikis between Beishame and Beishel. Let's say wine was brought to them after the meal. And as we've learned previously, Hamazin always means that it was after all the bread and all the food was cleared away, but before they benched. So wine was brought before they benched. And there's only that cup of wine. So now they're not so sure what to do. Do they make a bracha and drink that wine and then bench without a cup of wine? Or should they bench first, use that cup of wine for benching, and then drink that cup of wine? So Beishama Aaron Beishama says, They can make a bracha on that cup of wine and drink it and enjoy it. Then they can bench because according to Beishamai, you do not have to bench with a cup of wine. Beishel says, Nope, you gotta first bench, then make a bracha on that wine, because you have to make sure to bench with that cup of wine. First bench with the wine, and then you could drink it after benching. And now the Mishnah concludes with the halacha about answering Amen. You can answer Amen after Yisrael, after a Yid makes a bracha. So obviously you're gonna answer Amen after a Yid makes a bracha, but this is specifically talking about where you only heard the end of the bracha. You're standing next to your friend, he takes a cookie out of his pocket, and all you hear is, you're allowed to answer Amen. That's because you know that he said the whole bracha. Even though you didn't hear him say, all you heard him say was, you could assume that he said it, and you could answer Amen. Whereas, you're not allowed to answer Amen after a kusi made a bracha, you have to hear the entire bracha from this kusi. Now remember, we previously said that kusim were non-Jewish people living in Eretz Yisrael, and lions started attacking them.
them, and they became gayrim because of that. So there was a whole suffix, there was a whole debate whether or not that was really a real gayrus, did they really become full-fledged Jews? So therefore, if you hear the end of a bracha from a kusi, all you heard the kusi say was, you're not allowed to answer Amen, because it's very possible that the first part of the bracha, he mumbled under his breath because he was trying to say thank you, or he was trying to make a bracha to his Avoy Zara, and you definitely would not answer Amen after that. Only if you hear the kusi make the entire bracha, and you heard him say, then you can answer Amen to his bracha. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Parak Tes, Mishnah, Aleph, and Bez. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.